topic that we're very excited to talk about. Yeah. So let's get I this know. started. It's been like a dream mode has been activated. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, here we go. Hey, I'm Luis. I'm Fonzie. And welcome to the Content is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. That is right. The goal of this podcast is simple, entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Let's go. I can feel the energy. It's yeah. Friday, baby, and the buddy knows it. It's Friday, and the buddy knows it. Yeah, yeah. We're hey. gonna, are we gonna have our guest dancing today? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> He's from up north, though. So I don't know if north people dance. <laughs> no, north people. <laughs> north people. Uh, anyways, Fonzie, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about local podcasting 101. Become a local celebrity, baby. <laughs> Ciao, boy. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I see. I see where your dream goes. You want to be a local celebrity or a I, worldwide celebrity? I'm already a local celebrity. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, I, in I our step house. in the soccer field here and everybody's like, yo, Fonzie, what up, dog? <laughs> I go into the, the coffee shop and people okay. are like, you know what? Here's your free coffee. I was like, hey, I appreciate you. Much love, everyone. Okay, I know the story behind that. I'm not even going to throw you under the bus on that one. But anyways, guys, if you're enjoying this show, go ahead and make sure you hit the follow button and download all those episodes. Let us know if this is something that you like and anything that you want in the future for us to talk about. That's right. I feel like I almost stabbed you with the pen right there. Guys, if today's Brothers episode helped you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review. <laughs> so we are back with, with another of our PodMax homies. Oh, yeah, baby. And he's executing on one of the most exciting podcasting strategies we've heard in a while. Mm. He hosts Greetings from the Garden State podcast in which he connects and highlights local businesses. Mm. He's also doing a great job on all of that. He's been featured in New Jersey Monthly Magazine, on the New Jersey Morning Show, and soon on the Your New Jersey Television Show. He's pretty much a superstar at this point. I'm Just telling saying. you, becoming mm -hmm. a local celebrity, mm -hmm. baby. Let's go. Please welcome the king of New Jersey himself, <laughs> Mike. What's up, guys? <laughs> what up, Mike? There we go. People from north, the, from the north. Do you say from the north? From the they north. Hey, we, some of us know how to dance. Mostly it's like the fist pump, the, fist the pump up, here in, up here in Jersey. So, uh, but yeah, it's so pumped to be with you guys. And I, you know, I, I was just thinking when you were talking about Podmax. So I've known you now for two years. And yeah. this is the first time I've ever been on your show. So I'm not saying <laughs> oh, anything, wow. but... I was like, well, you know, is he going to bring that up? <laughs> well, yeah, I did. My, Mike, wait, wait. Out of the gate. Let's, in let's, in let's, good content is profit fashion, you got to throw somebody under the bus. That's it. That's, that's how we do yeah. it, bro. We were, we're not ready for you, Mike. We were not ready for you, <laughs> what you have to bring. But, dude, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, we saw your presentation at PodFest this past weekend. Mm hmm um, just so you know, you were the one the one presentation that we went to. So uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> I love that. Uh, and it, it mm -hmm. was great, right? Lately, we've been like very picky on like what we actually consume and, and learn from. And uh, there's been a dream in the pipeline for a while of a local podcast. And uh, who better to talk oh. about that than you, my man? And uh, you reignited that fire to the point that it's gonna be a reality this year. So uh, oh, thank you, man, for for that. You know, inspiration. We're gonna, we're gonna follow on the footsteps of the king of New Jersey. <laughs> so, Mike, obviously, yeah. you know, we, we were on your show. I remember your background, right? It was all Jersey stuff. Like, why yeah. why local show? Uh, so the old show, yeah, that was like a green screen that I had. That was and a then green the thing screen. broke, and now I don't use, now I have to record out here. But, um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so I think 
when I had my old show, The Morning Spotlight, which you guys were both on, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I, that that show was successful and did its thing and served its purpose for me at that time. But it just eventually kind of became like very like a generic interview show. So like the people that I was having on weren't necessarily like specific mm-hmm. to any particular industry. Like it started out real estate, and then it kind of just eventually got different. You know, yeah. I had all sorts of people on that show, which was cool and a lot of fun. Um, and then one night I was just like sitting home, you know, a couple, couple drinks in and I was like, what if I just started like a niche down show? And I was trying to think of like what that topic would be. Yeah. And I was like, well, I've lived here basically my whole life. I've, you know, grew up here. This state has made me who I am today. And, uh, I was like, what if I did a show about New Jersey? And then it was just a matter of like figuring out how to actually like put that show together and like what it looks like. And if we're going to do interviews, who we're going to interview. And it's evolved a little bit because we launched this one back mm-hmm. in October 2021. Um, so like a year and a half or so. Um, yeah, a little bit less than that. But still, like well over a year. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome, especially like the last few months where I've seen it really kind of like really pick up. Like it was always growing and it grew faster than the morning spotlight did. Um, but yeah. you know, and it's just been so fun. Just like, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into it. Like the way that I record and yeah. who I record yeah. with and all that kind of stuff. It's been awesome. Dude, that is fantastic. I'm curious on, you know, you say you had your previous show. When was it that you pretty much were like, you know what? I think I need to change st- something in here or just was it, or it was just a matter of, you know, I don't really want to keep going with this show. Let me try something new. Or were you searching for something, right? Maybe specific numbers within the show that you felt stagnant and then you decided to try something new. I'm curious because a lot of people might be struggling with, you know, being consistent for a long period of time with something that might not give them the results that they wanted. And now they might be questioning themselves, you know, should I change or not? And obviously you hear the message. It's like, hey, you got to be consistent. You got to kind of like stand the test of time. Yeah. But, you know, there might be actually a better option out there for them to pivot a little bit. Yeah. Um, so the morning spotlight I did for almost two years and posted, I think, like 140 episodes. So wow. that was like a lot of content, a lot of time, a lot of you know yeah. energy on my end to do that. And it was like it was my baby. It was like the first mm-hmm. podcast I ever started. So to, to kill it is like, you know, it's like ripping my heart out. But at the same time, like you mentioned, you know, I had seen my numbers start to kind of plateau a little bit and doing, I mean, you know, for people that do podcasts, like if you're just kind of having anybody on, like what is the reason why people come to like hear that? That's a hard show to kind of run. And I did, so the Morning Spotlight stopped in April, 2022. So from October, 2021 to April, 2022, I was doing both shows at the same time. And it started to see the greetings from the garden state podcast, like start to Mm. um, increase in popularity and the out of the gate, it was like way more popular than what the morning spotlight ever did. Mm. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. So then I I kept going with both of them, but then the old show was just taking up too much of my time and my energy to really like do. And I knew, I I knew it was never going to make money. Uh, it was never gonna be like a monetizable show because it couldn't get to that point because who's going to sponsor that show and they don't know what the audience looks like. And yeah. early on, I was able to monetize uh, Greetings from the Garden State a little bit, not, you know, a ton. Um, but really, before we even uh, launched an episode, I had a couple sponsors like already in the bank because they knew that the people yeah. that were going to listen to that show were New Jer- people in New Jersey. So yeah. to me, like I was just going to put my time and effort into, um, you know, into this show and, you know, it sucks that the first show had to, you know, bite the bullet, but 
it is what it is like you know it's it's tough but you know it it definitely has worked out really well uh to where we are today yeah i think there's a good lesson in there which is maybe don't just jump ship immediately but test and we we say with content as well test 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 and then invest right so you are okay i'm gonna do both at the same time and once you saw one picking up steam you're like okay well it's time to move on and pivot into this one but i'm guessing that if that one wouldn't have you know picked up any steam any momentum you probably would have stayed with the also or maybe you know keep doing both at the same time yeah i think it's Um, a good lesson there yeah for sure i mean i think maybe like i would have done uh i i either would have gone with this new show for a little bit and seen like what those first like six or so months um, were going to uh, like what was going to happen those first six or so months. Yeah. But w- what I did was um, in April of 2022. So around the same time where I decided to stop doing the morning spotlight, I ran an in-person event at a brewery here in the town that I live in. Yeah. And I had like 75 people show up and I was like, wow. and we were only six months in and the show was popular but not nearly where it is today like almost a year later yeah and i was like okay this is something that can be good for me because you know you guys do a show and other podcasters do shows and i think i mentioned this on stage down at podfest like the ability to go and see your audience like literally see them shake their hand like Mm -hmm. talk to them face to face is something that i have an advantage of over most podcasts absolutely excuse me and so like that was that was like a, a key indicator that I was onto something That's that so cool. was, you know, uh, going to be either profitable or something that was really going to start to pick up steam as I progressed with that. And then it just made the decision pretty easy because, you know, most of my audience on the morning spotlight was were other podcasters. They were, you know, just other people that like, you know, I, I think I had built up like a decent reputation for myself in that world yeah. back then. And, you know, like maybe just the way that I handle an interview or the way I run a show is something that people can learn from. Um, But ultimately, like the people that listen, I want them to be interested in like the content, you know, like who we're talking to and why that's important to them. So that was a big thing. And, you know, so all those things kind of coming together at that point, we're just like, this is this is the sign, you know, so like you got to you got to follow it. I want to highlight a couple of things, right, that you that you said. First off, you know, for a lot of people out there, you know, that first platform that you might launch or the first type of content that you might be able to produce for companies or individual creators even, right, that might not be the final thing that you're going to do, right? Like, it, yeah. it will evolve. Like, as you do this, right, it will continue to evolve. I mean, our show... Uh, it's three years now, but it has evolved quite a bit on on yep. the, the back end or, or who do we invite? Like, how do we use it for? Like, how do we do different things? And of course, that's going to do. And funny story for those OGs that remember when we first launched Contents Profit, we would record Contents Profit at five. And then at six, we'll record a Spanish <laughs> podcast called The Mass Life Show. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, I do remember that. Oh, yeah. boy. And, uh, you know, it might come back at some point, but it was, it was horrible. Our Hispanic personalities are where, you know, the world was not ready for that. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but that was great because we also, I mean, it wasn't a full year, but we did gather some some feedback and uh, the content profit grabbed traction very, very quickly. And yeah. we're like, perfect. Yeah. That's the focus, right? We're going to go there. Also, I want to highlight the fact that you decided, okay, instead of go the massive audience, right? We're going to talk to everybody, which yeah. everybody's like, I always wanted the attention of everybody. We now know that that's impossible, right? 
you decided and you committed to your community, the things that you love, the topics that you the, the, that you love, the relationships, the people that you know that are right next to you. And mm -hmm. that creates an amazing connection. Like we yeah. saw all your pictures on your stuff in the meetup and we're like, wow, how many marketers, <laughs> how many people out there in the business world will love an event in a, <laughs> in a local brewery with a hundred people that from yeah. that listen and consume and interact with your content, right? How many people will love to, to do that, right? And I yeah. think that's a massive win. And the fact that you were able to create that platform yeah. and create that space for them is, is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just been, so nice. it's been so cool. Yeah. It was, it's so, so kind. It makes oh. it really good. <laughs> love emoji, um, love emoji, love emoji. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean like that, that's the thing. It, it's just like the, the fact that I was able to see those people and take, the local businesses and other people that I've had on the show yeah. and they were involved in that as well. So like they, they donated raffle prizes for me to use, like the brewery donated the space for me to use. Um, yeah. people donated wow. like restaurants and stuff that I had had on, uh, donated food. And so Amazing. like we had, you know, probably 20 raffle prizes. We had like seven places send food. The, the breweries, you know, a really good space, like big enough to fit everybody and everybody had a blast. And then we did it again back in October of this past year for our one year anniversary. We got like 110 people to show up to that. Yeah. So it's just like doing things like that is just, it's so cool to then like take your stuff, your content and what you're doing. And then, you know, from like what you guys do, I think also is interesting too, because then you could do something like that and have, you know, like a local business type of contingency in Jacksonville that supports you guys because of what you do. And then like they get exposure too when you're in these, environments but not only just on the show yeah but if you do run something in person like an event like that now all of a sudden like people that may never have heard of this you know pizza place yeah now they know it and they're like they meet the owner because he's right there you yeah. know and then you can yeah. just like talk to him and figure out his story and then check those uh check them out and try it and see if that's something that you want to continue doing so yeah. um there's a lot of opportunities there i, for I sure. mean just yesterday we were in this coffee shop and this lady comes in and fancy is like man <gasps> That's my cooking teacher. I'm like, do you have a cooking teacher, man? Like, why do you cook every time? And like, uh, I clarify, I do not have a cooking teacher. Although I think it would be really, really cool. Uh, um, yeah, but, but my birth, my my girlfriend gave me for my birthday a cooking class. I think it's a present <laughs> a little bit more for her than for me. Yeah. If I'm being honest, she loves cooking. Uh, and it's with this like Italian lady, and she literally popped up yeah. at the coffee shop where yesterday. But all of a sudden, we started talking to to Diana, right? And and we're like, hey, do you know these owners of this? Italian restaurant that just opened where we live and she's like well it's a little far but I know of them right and then immediately you make that connection right and then guess what they're going to collaborate in, in some way like she puts a, a events like they could bring it and, and it just brings that local uh, aspect and, and I come from the small business world right like I, I ran fitness studio so I understand how hard or how challenging can it be for a business owner that is also an operator right to get their message out I, and I think this is why I feel this like your project so deeply and I love it so much because that was the issue with all these businesses. They were so in it that, you know, somebody to come from the outside and come to their space. And we're going to talk about your production in a second, but to come to their space and share their story there and show, right. And then give them that exposure. I think is so massive. You're solving so many problems for that business owner and the report, mm -hmm. you know, we talked every single day in this podcast about the relationships that you build, the rapport yep. that you're building and the value that you're building to them and then connecting them with other people, I think is invaluable. And I, and I, uh, why not like this is such a big opportunity for companies to do good like they could go in and uh, this is influencer uh influencer marketing on steroids right they could yeah. potentially create or sponsor or do a show like this 
and they're gonna do so good to the city to yeah. to be able to grow it. So man, like you're you're paving the the road on this, and I mean you can notice like how excited I am, and we'll <laughs> share tell. we'll, yeah, we'll, sh- we'll share our our our, our the, the, why the fire was igniting in a second. So, but Mike, yeah. I, I'm pretty curious. All right, so people right now, you know, they're excited. They're like, you know what? Actually, I think I can do something in my community. People love community. They get being involved, and I feel with podcasting, yes, you have big communities. You know, like Podfest. We used to have obviously Podmax. But it's a little bit different because it's online. Everybody's, you know, everywhere. But now they have the opportunity to create a local community and they're pumped up. What would be some of the next steps and challenges that they can expect if they are, you know, trying to launch a local podcast, right? Like what were some of those early moments for you that maybe, you know, it was getting in front of businesses, you know, maybe getting the time from them to, you know, share their message, like how... How do you present the value for them as well? Like, hey, look, like I'm gonna go to a brewery, and it's not just, hey, look, I want a, a few free beers in here. They might be thinking that, like, oh, this guy wants to do something because maybe they they just want to do some free exchange. But how do yeah. you present that value of your platform for them? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so I think I lucked out early on because the first three episodes that I dropped were three relatively popular, two relatively popular places in the state. Mm. And then um, another guy that played football at Rutgers and then won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. So he had like a story to share uh, about his experiences in the NFL and playing with the Patriots and, and oh, nice. winning a ring. And he loved like showing off the ring too, which is <laughs> pretty well. Um, but uh, so I, th- I think I did have a little bit of a leg up, but obviously I needed to present value to them out of the gate. Um, so I think the way that I positioned it was, you know, like we're, you're making it as easy as you possibly can on Man. that business owner. And that's, that's the way that I like to try to do it. And this can't, this may not work for everybody because it does take up a lot of time and it does take up a lot of like, um, it, there is a lot of logistics involved. So like yeah. I record like me recording in my apartment right now is like weird for me. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't do that. You know, like I don't have a studio. I don't do anything like that. And I don't do them virtual. I literally like pack up all my stuff in, you can see it. It's over here. It's yeah. this box right here and, awesome. um, down on the floor. <laughs> so I put all my my mics, my recorder, my camera, anything else that I may need for that particular episode. I put them in that box, my laptop, whatever, and I drive to wherever it is that I'm going and I sit down with them. I'm like, just give me an hour. Like, that's all I need. Well, I'll come when you're closed. I'll come whenever. Like, I have a little bit of a flexible schedule um, when it comes to like my full time job. So that does help um, and has helped so far. But I yeah. do try to schedule them in case anybody on there is watching. Uh, I do try to schedule them outside of work hours, of course. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, you know, I, I think like one of the things that's really cool is that, you know, they, they can do that. Like they can give you an hour of their time and they appreciate the fact that you're making it easy on them by just coming to them, making it, you know, whatever. And it's to them, it's free marketing, yeah. you know, like it's, it's, it's an hour or 45 minutes. If the episode lasts 45 minutes, um, it's free marketing for them. So then generally they're pretty open to doing that. Um, early on, I did need to need to have on like certain businesses that maybe like today I wouldn't necessarily have on or do some yeah. episodes that like, you know, just like I just needed episodes to kind of mm-hmm. show that I had like some street cred, yeah. you know, for lack of a better phrase um, yeah. and show that I like what I was doing was working. And then once I started doing that, like within the first like 10 or so episodes, like we were cooking, you know, like we were doing really well. Awesome. And um, but the one thing that you did say as far as like a challenge is knowing that you're not going to get like big, big numbers. Like, it's yeah. you know, you, you definitely can if you're doing like I know that there's other shows that, you know, are 
somewhat local and they do really well. Um, but your geographical footprint goes from being like the globe where there's whatever, 7 billion people that live here. Yeah. And then you whittle it down to like the United States and then you whittle it down to New Jersey. And granted, there's a lot of people that live here, but now your pool is a lot smaller. Not yeah. all of them listen to podcasts, not, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's all different reasons why your audience is going to be whittled down, which are obvious. Um, so when you see those numbers, like I knew that if let's just take round numbers, if I knew the morning spotlight was getting like a hundred downloads an episode, just audio. Right. And the, this show was getting 200 or a, let's just say a hundred again. Yeah, like, yeah. so if they're both getting a hundred, there's a big difference in the, what, what those hundred looks like. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I know 95% of the hundred for this show live here in the state. And yeah. then I know that I don't even know where most of them live. I mean, I do, but they're all spread out all over the place. So it makes it harder to kind of connect with an audience like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think like that's a challenge too, because people do, when you do start a show, like one of the things that you want to know is like, are people hearing what I'm saying? Like, so you're yeah. not just shouting into a vacuum and saying yeah. nothing, yeah. you know, like to nobody. Um, and so to like see those numbers and know where they are and then eventually be able to connect with them. That's kind of how I got over that hump. Um, and then, you know, like I said, now the the growth that I've seen has been so much more than than um, the yeah. morning spotlight now. So yeah. it's, it's irrelevant at that point. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So I wrote a real I comment real quick. Um, and I think that would also make it way easier for you to eventually present sponsorship packages. Right. Try to sell the yeah. sponsorships. It's like, look, I know 95 percent of the people that listen to the local <laughs> yeah. podcast are yeah. in New Jersey. Right. So like you can probably pitch those sponsorships way easier than if you have a broader audience and you're like, you know, 5% are in Nepal, you know, the other 2% <laughs> might be in New Zealand. Jacksonville. Like, yeah, yeah. All over the yeah. place. So exactly. Like Jacksonville. And like who would go there? Right. Who would go to Jacksonville for it? I'm repping the, the local Jumbo Shrimps. Okay. Come on. The, know, league, let's go. After, after they listen to the local <laughs> podcast in Jacksonville, everybody's going to want to come to Jacksonville. I know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that just makes it way more easier to pitch for this type of sponsorships as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like, listen, I'm not making life changing money and I still have a full-time job. Um, but it's been nice to make something and be able to fuel this project that I've been doing because I don't necessarily, I mean, like I'm working on it right now, but I don't necessarily have like a service that I sell, yeah. you know what I mean? Outside of like my full-time job, which is separate from this, but yeah. like, I don't have like, I have an LLC and I do some like podcasting services for some people, but it's not like a big driver of income for me. Yeah. Um, you know, so now it's a, it's a matter of trying to make money directly from the show and I'm trying to get creative with how I do that. Um, but you know, it, it's easy to go up to someone that serves a community that may not be a, a great fit for like the show itself. You know, maybe they don't have a story. Maybe their business is not something, a place people are going to go to, Yeah. but yeah. they do need to connect with people that live here in the state. So why not market, yeah. Me, yeah. you know, because they know that my audience is engaged, you know, looking at socials and that's, I also try to make sure that I include that too, because that's a big, uh, Instagram is like a huge Absolutely. thing for me right now. Um, you know, so doing that, doing the show with the website, like trying to give them a lot of opportunities to be seen by people that are in my audience is, is important to me too. Um, and then just being able to present that value and knowing that like most people that are sponsoring with me aren't familiar with like a CPM type model, which yep. if people are podcasters, they know kind of what that is. Um, if I did that, I would make like 25 bucks a month. <laughs> and I would do yeah. nothing, you yeah. know, but now like I'm able to make like, you yeah. know, 
chunks of money like over Mm -hmm. the course of a time but it's just a matter of keeping it consistent and and all that kind of stuff like that's the one thing that i'm kind of working through right now um but it definitely makes it easier you have a way more viable audience i have a you remember one episode we did like a little segment of brainstorm (laughs) business okay i have a segment like before before you brainstorm business section can i talk yes you can talk i'm just i'm just playing (laughs) a little tap so we don't forget you know you mentioned that you're working on you know kind of like how to monetize this thing uh, on the back end besides sponsorships. So I'm just putting a little bookmark so we remember because okay. I yeah. think this idea is it's fire. Ah, it's so fire. But, Mike and, and Austin <laughs> will have to jump on a call because like we, the, the, yeah, there's so many ideas and I think you, you'll be able to like crush it with this. Yeah. But um, I remember the initial days. I mean, what a great way. First off, if you have like a, an agency, right? Or a service-based business, th- this is like a no-brainer, right? We talk no about brainer. this on the show. Like for, for us, obviously it's a model is a little bit, you know, we're online, we're kind of everywhere in a sense, but if you're a local agency, you're just starting out, if you're a college kid, like this is a great way to get out there. And I remember <laughs> our first days, we literally would show up to a, a local business with a camera, right? Or with our phone. And it was like, Hey, do you want us to create some content for you? And people are like, well, why are you going to create? Like it was such a hard sell in a sense. And we're like, yeah. okay, let's take some pictures and we'll do that. And we'll bring it back or some videos. And eventually that was really what started the business like seven years ago. Right. But then on top of that, you create a platform like the one that you've created in your local town, right? You connect with all the business owners. Maybe they don't need the service, but somebody else does. Right. And then you, you know, you continue to work on those relationships. Be like, Hey, this is what I do. After your interview, you created that content. So you're building authority, not only for yourself, but for your company, but also for that business. So that's a ton of value. And then you can use that content to circle back into whatever service, right. That you offer. And I think is, is massive. And we've seen it, you know, in the office space that we had before, uh, you you had these lawyers that they will bring people on, but normally people, I I, I love your model because you go to them normally people have like their studio and their thing and they're all set up and that that stops a lot of people from like actually doing this thing. And you have like adventures yeah. with them too, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, right. and you know, you're there with them and uh, I think Discovery Channel needs to give you a show. Just oh. saying. I think so too. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> put that in the universe for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean like it's definitely doing it on the road and like going into places has been really cool and then having, you know, um, like I think that they appreciate it like way more um and then because you're also highlighting like their space like you said and then also just the fact that like like you know like i think that if someone did something like this in like i mean take jacksonville take like a city or i mean it could be it doesn't have to be like a major city like i do the whole state of new jersey just because it's pretty small like i get top to bottom in like three hours if if need be you know like if there's no traffic um but there's always traffic seven hour hour road trip (laughs) yeah but like you know like if you did this let's say in jacksonville like you would own that city like you like everyone would know who you are you can go anywhere you want you know like you can the kings of jacksonville sounds good jacksonville sounds good that's what fancy wants to be (laughs) not bad uh but i i just think that it's like there's so many i mean granted like i can never now move out of new jersey like i have to live here for the rest of my life because then it would be like the ultimate betrayal if i do ever leave um (laughs) but i do think that it's something where like you know i've positioned myself as someone that like i i can go and like see people like then they're like oh hey like love the episode this week like that stuff's so cool um you know so like if you're really involved with your community there's like a lot of ways to kind of like you were saying you know make the most of that for everybody like you know rising tides raise all boats so yeah that's that's what we're trying to do 
uh, this is a conversation often like we get every time we go and guest on a different show people are like so what's the content that creates profit i'm like okay well define profit for you right like obviously yeah. in the business sense you know so it comes with a, the money side but also we this talked macaroos this macaroos but it's also uh we talk a lot about the intrinsic way like what's the intrinsic profit right like are you creating this for you as well right because if it's not for you it's gonna be really challenging to keep this up for a long period of time right oh, I, yeah, I promise you every single creator that's out there that has been publishing for a long time that has a success is because they love creating what they create they love the process right so as a business you also have to figure that one out forget the numbers for a while right like what is the thing and i with the the local company that we worked with they're a real estate company they started with like this like set studio type of deal interviews right and then they they enjoy the conversation so much that they didn't they didn't care about the quality and they built a studio like inside of the thing but it was a webcam right it was in these crazy things but they just enjoy that process of bringing their community together and connecting and all this stuff right and that's their way to show that right so as a company as a business and if you're thinking about this or if you're already doing it, revisit that. Like, is this something that you actually enjoy doing? Whoever's in charge of the project needs to enjoy the process and create from that intrinsic place first. How can we be of service to our audience, to the people that come to our platform? And then it's a no brainer. Like that's the success equation, right? So then profit yeah. becomes many other things, not just the money that can come from that platform. Right. 100%. All right. Definitely I'm, agree. Is it, is it time to go back to the bookmark? Sure. Yeah, I'll go back to the book. All right, if you let's... can help me make some more money, I'm, I'm down. Let's go. <laughs> we, we don't have a sound for this, but imagine we have a segment here. Uh, brainstorm. What is it called? The Brainstorm Money Time. I don't know. Something like that. All right. Damn. Brand new segment <laughs> delivered to you uh, by Mr. the Biz Bros. All right. So I got two ideas. You probably thought about okay. these ones already. But All if right, you have, let me know. I'm going to write them down. All right. Number one is, I mean, you can sell your show to one of the you know news networks around town That's get true. get them to give you an advance kind of like a book deal you know say hey look we're gonna pay you a hundred grand a year and literally your job is to go business by business highlighting them right and then you get they get to profit off the ads that they sell in their network so you know that's kind of yep. ba- basic i feel like you, you probably thought about that one but here, that. here's yeah, the, the, the 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 second one which i think is the hashtag juicy juicy one and is more of on the marketing side of things, right? Like you're building so many connections with these businesses that you can potentially put together marketing campaigns, right? Based on collaboration between businesses. And I'm gonna ex- explain you why we have a story about this, but you can probably have either a upfront, right? Plus revenue share, or if they don't feel much, com- you know, very confident, or at first, if you want to start this way, you can just do revenue share, right? So like performance base. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're talking about. When we started Biz Bros, let's say, what was that? Like six years ago, something like that. Seven. One of one of the gigs that we did was we, we were the anti-marketing agency. <laughs> so pretty much we would show up to people's businesses and be like, hey, Tell me about the your marketing agency. Do you like them? They're like, no. No one's happy with them. And the we're like, yes. You know, what, what are they doing for you? They're like, they're doing X, Y, and C. And we're like, we can do it better. You know, literally, yeah. that was our whole pitch. So one of the things that we did was we grabbed a few businesses from the local community. We were working with this nutritionist. And we're like, okay, how do we grow your email list pretty fast and at the same time make you more money, right? Oh, actually, it was the nutritionist 
and we had kind of like a wellness center. So there were two of them involved. Yeah, so, but the, there were two different. We did it twice. So with the nutritionist was with the course. All right, all right cool, cool. I, I'll, I'll tell the other one. No, no, no. I'll, I'll just go with it. I'll just go with the wellness center then. All right, so that we grabbed the wellness center. We're like, okay, what are some businesses around here, the community? that you know kind of like complement your business but they're not necessarily direct competitors to you and then we went and hit them all up and we're like hey guys we're gonna do a massive giveaway like i don't know six to ten k in prices so we can get a whole bunch of people signing up right we're like where can you donate and they're like well we can donate like uh, you know two things of food and we're like no think bigger yeah like, no, we're think like bigger give, like give them <laughs> a free year of food like whatever it is right yeah. yeah so we made this massive giveaway and then you know we leverage everybody's email list we build all the emails all the cadence but then for the wellness studio the goal was get people in the studio so for yeah. them we develop an offer say hey you participated in this and then you know for the people that didn't win it's like hey we're sorry that you didn't win the main prize of the raffle of the giveaway, but we want you to win. So here is a free visit to the wellness center for a, it was like a sauna visit. I think it was, it was like a free 20 minute or 15 minute, like sauna, sauna session, sauna session right? And then yeah. guess what? We had like over 2000 emails in just that campaign. Again, super localized. People might be like, oh, but 2000 emails is not that much. Yeah, get yourself right. in front of a room with 2000 people, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Interested in the yeah. whole wellness, you know, environment and then send all 2000 of them an invite to go to your sauna for free. <laughs> and after that, we had an upsell that would sell them on the membership, right? And they had... I think it was the, over 300 booked appointments wow. after that campaign. The, the, the manager called me like, uh, so the, I think there's a glitch in the Google sheet that you guys are populating in the name. We're like, no, no, this is actually people that want to come to your business, which is great. Yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh, like this is actually a thing. And I remember, here's fun feedback for like the local businesses that we will share this story with be like, because we, we don't do that as a service anymore. And we're like, go do this. Like, here's the roadmap, right? Yeah, this is right. great. You want emails? You want cheap leads? Here you go. And, uh, and there will be like 2000 emails that, and they, and they like do it. And then we went to uh internet marketers, uh, event and we told, we, we shared the same campaign and every single person were like, what? 2000 emails. Yeah. It's because they understand for the, free, the, the value effort. of, of that number of that person that goes into, yeah. into the business. And but understand that, that effort. It's like, when you talk about video editing, some people that only consume video, they're like, oh, cool, like it's a video. But you talk about it with an editor and they're like, dude, that thing took like 20 hours to make. Probably they, they value it a little bit more, right? But, yeah. you know, back to the strategy, I think you have such an edge because now you have all the relationships. Like you have, you know, so many businesses and you can potentially pair them in pods for what they do, right? So yeah. a brewery, can maybe pair with a specific restaurant and then you can pair them with, I don't know, probably like a weight loss thing, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. But you, can, you can pair them with something in there and do like a massive giveaway and then drive traffic in there. So obviously yeah. how you structure those deals will be up to you. But I think right. that is a, a, a decent strategy, you know, to, yeah. to kind of like profit of this on the back end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it's, that's a really good idea. I mean, because I mean, I think... One of the things that I like about you guys and the way that I think that I have operated, especially over the course of the lifespan of this particular show, is that like I just do things like different. Yes. You know, like mm -hmm. it's not like this, you know, like me in a studio or like on a Zoom or whatever. 
like talking into the mic like this, and, you know, getting really, <laughs> I love you know, like normal kind of like scripted out questions or whatever. Like we don't script anything. They're all just coming off the top of my head. Um, and I, I love the idea of just like changing the way that like, yeah, you know, I look at the way that people tell me how podcasts should be spon- like monetized. Like I've pitched sponsors before that are familiar with how sponsorships work. And yeah. they're like, oh, no, you have to do a CPM model. Like, that's how people monitor. I'm like, nope, yeah. I don't do that. So if you're not yeah. interested, that's cool. But, you know, like, that's not how I do it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I love that. So I, I jotted down notes as you were talking. Let's go. Well, you, just, just, you can also a, wipe it, this back. It, it's course. okay. You, <laughs> you don't need to be nice with phones. You can tell them, like, you know, screw it. <laughs> well, I feel bad because, you know, like, well, first off, uh, I interrupted a sales call that Fonzie was on down at Podfest. <laughs> so I felt really bad. Like, I didn't realize you were on the phone and I just, like, ran up to you. I was like, oh, shit, Fonzie, like, what's up? And, like, you were like, uh, <laughs> damn it you broke you um, broke the whole flow man yeah and then like he told me to wear a hawaiian shirt and i had it over <laughs> here but that's just that's just a callback to an old episode that you guys did with me i know but, yeah. um they but both- he doesn't even show up like what is even on your shirt you i know nothing? it's not hawaii it's not a hawaiian shirt yeah it, it's I actually know. look it's like for those watching it's actually a roadcaster a roadcaster pro yeah. which is our favorite tool it's a setup it's the a setup. mic our mic yeah. then a laptop that says contents profit and then money it's our setup so yeah, uh I love that. there you go there you go there you go yeah. <laughs> we need we need now we need like stacks of bills here on the on the desk so you need one of those fully. like money guns yes you know those money guns We've actually talked about it. We talked yeah. like literally when somebody drops a golden boulder here on the podcast. And if you're new and you're asking yourself, what is a golden boulder? It's like a golden nugget, yeah, just not, way bigger. It's not a deuce. We're, we're literally going to be like, Damn. just like come out yeah. with it. The money guns. Yeah, you okay. can have like your faces printed on them and stuff. Like, I think that's great. Dude, and then we just take them to two events. Bro. When yeah. Mike yeah. is done talking at the show, we just run next to him and say, <laughs> yeah, let's go. There you go. Uh, all right, Mike, dude, this has been, uh, 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 well, at least on our side, amazing conversation. I hope you enjoyed but it too. So much fun. Uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but to wrap up the show, right? Like what, two questions, right? What is an action point for somebody that's, you know, trying to figure out this publishing thing, right? They, they want to make sure that it's a, is a, is a good, healthy part of their business. What is something that they can do today to move that ball forward? Uh, doing like, kind of like what I do. It can be, yeah, specifically. I mean, oh, okay. it, I think your your format and the way that you run the show and your yeah. category in, in this sense has so much potential. Oh yeah. So right. much. Um, yeah. I think like you need to go into it with like, uh, I'm, I'm not a big planner. I'm, I don't really plan a lot of things. Um, but this one, I did go into it with like a clear kind of understanding of what I wanted these episodes to look like and the types of people that I wanted to have on the show. And they've, you know, it's evolved, like I mentioned earlier, but the it hasn't evolved a ton you know the really the only evolution has just been like the quality of the content because i bought a camera and like i got better at doing like showing up to a random place with like a lot of noise and a lot of things happening i just got better with dealing with those types of situations so um you know i do think that you need to kind of go in there with some type of plan and -hmm. then know that like you know uh if you do it the way that i do it you need to plan it out quite a bit because it's not like you could just jump on a zoom call real quick and record an episode like we're, like we're doing right now. Like you need to schedule your day around driving an hour and a half to go interview somebody. So like having that type of plan and knowing kind of where you see the content going and like why that's valuable to someone, um, I think is really important. Like for me, it's about sharing stories of people that, you know, do things here in the state that like own local businesses or run nonprofits or whatever. 
Um, so like they have things that like they need to get across and me helping them do that, like providing them a platform to do that is important. Yeah. But you just need to make sure that you're having, excuse me, the right people on the, on your show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. a hundred percent. Again, I'm going to say this out loud, whoever people are going to listen to this, you know, if, if you're listening to this, I'm talking to you, I'm going to be like, Oh, that sounds amazing. Right. And if you're thinking about it, you're really like, Oh man, but the driving on the thing. And again, Think about your local town. Think about your city. You can start small, right? If you have a service-based, oh, yeah. go go, go do it. Go to them. It's going to be so such a better platform that way. And uh, here, here's my prediction. Not a lot of people are going to do it. But the ones who do are going to freaking crush it. are going to dominate that city. So oh, yeah. go do it. 100%. Follow Mike. We're going to leave all the, all the handles right below. So send him a message if you want to talk to him. And then la last question, uh, Mike, where, where will you be if you did not publish? Uh, I wouldn't be anywhere. I wouldn't be on the show with you guys. Clearly, <laughs> the, we, the pinnacle of your career. I clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I told you before. Like uh, January has been the like the peak. Like this is as uh, popular That's as awesome. the show has ever been right now. Um, and to kind of keep riding Amazing. that wave with content is profit live with the, with the biz bros. I mean, how like I'm a little bit worried because where can I go from here? Can I keep can I keep going up? I don't know. I don't. I think mean, so. you could do a live show in the Super Bowl, right? Like they'll be like they'll That's fly true. you out there and and you know talk to the players and so I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But <laughs> we're not from Jersey, so we we don't really. Actually, there are a couple guys from a couple Jersey guys. in there. There's a Muckers player that plays for the Chiefs, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, uh, we're talking about soccer, nice. right? Soc yeah, the Super Bowl of soccer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, you and me have to talk football. I became a big fan after the Jags won against the Chargers. You nice. Know, uh, that's it. He's I watched I became, two games. I became a fan. Right? That's he all I needed. I come back. two more games than you've watched. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Mike, this has been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you for coming to, to the show. Uh, wish you the best. I mean, you have two brothers here, man. Oh, yeah. And uh, just know that... There's gonna be some news coming. We're gonna we're Love diving it. in into this local platform. Uh, super excited! Thanks to you. So the ne the next episode is gonna be called the meeting of kings. The so meeting that, of kings. You know we're all gonna have a ki king status. You know you're the yeah. king of New Jersey. We're king of Jacksonville. That's well, right. I'm the king. My can, brother might be like you can uh, be the queen. Kind of you know he's he's working his way up there. <laughs> you can be the queen. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm good. I think I like the kid the king title a little bit better. <laughs> Guys, uh, anything else that you want to add, Mike, before we head out? No, I just appreciate you guys having me on. It was like so good to see you again, Dude. you know, uh, uh, last weekend, whatever it was at this point. But yeah, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. And just, you know, if you ever need anything for help down in Jacksonville, you know, uh, what does Pablo, our buddy Pablo say? He's a kingmaker. I'll make <laughs> you, maker. I'll help make you the kings of, of Jacksonville. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. We, yeah. You're going to be receiving a couple calls. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Perfect. Love that. Yeah. Fancy, anything else? Uh, now, dude, mate, thank you so much for embracing the content is profit energy, dude. It was absolutely amazing having you here. Uh, dude, you share a lot of value. So can't wait to see what's next for you. Yeah. yeah, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Guys, with that said, uh, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at BizBrosCo. That is right. If Mike here help you move one step closer towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. And don't forget to join the training. Let's go. Let's go.